It's Thursday. You know what that means. Welcome into Highly Disputed here on WSHC Shepherdstown, the voice of Shepherd University. And my name is Dylan Bishop. With me, as always, it's Ryan Stickle. How's it going, Ryan? I am taken aback by the just immense avalanche, <laughs> is what we'd call it, of sports news. Uh, almost none of it having to do with on-the-field activities, and most of it pretty tragic. <laughs> so here's, here's what I want to start. Start off on a light note. How was your last week? How was Halloween weekend for you? Oh, man, what a week. Uh, you know, uh, it was Halloween. I remember things. I, I don't remember other things. Uh, it was Cosmo. Good. Um, it was It was a good time. You know, a little, little second wind got me there around 1 a.m., um, if you know, you know, but, uh, yeah, other than that, uh, Sunday was, I was just bedridden, not bedridden. I was able to walk, but I just kind of <laughs> laid in bed, watched you the Steelers, like getting up. Steelers grinded out against the Browns, pretty sloppy game. Um, that's about it. It's finally cold outside consistently. Yeah. Uh, we're getting some frost in the morning. Cars are needing defrosting and scraping, so. Um, it's, you know, it's good in terms of, you know, things that happen that time of year, but also kind of annoying, but you know, that's, that's where we are trying to take it day by day and hour by hour because I just can't keep up with everything that's happening in the world. Yeah. Um, It was pretty good for me. I'd say so uh, as well. Uh, pickle Rick Flair took home (laughs) the costume contest, uh, trophy, uh, in the shepherd comm department over, uh, our friend Terrence Anderson, uh, (laughs) What recurring guest here on Highly Disputed? Yes. Uh, I only invited once, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so is is he really? He's just a recurring, recurring who's, uh, who's walks in cameo run in. Yes, but it's always good to see him. Yeah, it's never so, unwelcome. No, of course not. But yeah, so. we are part of Shepcom technically. Yeah, so we do it from Shepcom headquarters. Yeah, it's good to see uh you know potentially controversial circumstances around the vote. Uh, it started off heavily one way towards Terrence and then it and then it didn't. Yeah, but you know it's it's the votes are certified, it's behind us. Listen, so. they didn't stop the count. They can't <laughs> stop the count, all right? You can never stop the count. No, you never stop counting. You keep going to to infinity. We're still counting. So, you mentioned it. We have a lot to talk about all of it. Here's what I want to do. Sticks p- our picks. Right off the bat, mm. then we get into the news and we see if we come around to actual on-field stuff. Yeah, that'll avoid the awkward transition of uh, here's some racism and and, and, and now death and tragedy, and uh, now our NFL picks for the week. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, let's just hit it right off the top. NFL Oof. sticks picks for week nine. nine. Yeah, week nine. The season is flying by. <laughs> yes, halfway through. Halfway through. Yes, see, it's it's normally it's we play a game and we're halfway, but now it's like halftime of some of these games will be the halfway point for teams. Right. Depends on your buy. I, I mean, week nine, there's 18 weeks now, so this is the ninth week, so that's halfway point. Yes. Maybe not. You haven't played half your games yet until week after, but yeah. either way, halfway point, week nine, sticks picks. Here we go all right week nine we are 78 and 44 so mm. so solid i'd like to be a little better we were 10 and 5 last week a couple stupid games we dropped but anyway thursday night tonight colts jets if the jets somehow pull off another win i'll just have to live with it i'm going with the colts in this one white mike. sunday <laughs> mike white sunday one o'clock Bengals browns Bengals have played the browns close in the last couple matchups and they're a lot better now than they were then so i'll take the Bengals at home mm-hmm. texans dolphins Tyrod Taylor is back, and I still don't trust the Dolphins at all. I'm going with Houston to get their second win. Ooh. Ravens, Vikings, Kirk Cousins is not as good as Joe Burrow. It's as simple as that. Raiders, Giants. Every time I think the Raiders' season will be derailed, they just keep winning games. Hard to pick against them here. Raiders beat the Giants. Yeah. Bills, Jags. Josh Allen will overcome the Manning cast curse this week. If you know, you know. Look it up. Manning huh. cast curse. Cowboys, Broncos. Cowboys won for me last week, regardless of their QB. Pick them regardless. And they're going to do it, do it again this week, though I do believe Dak is confirmed to play. So definitely Thanks. Cowboys. Saints, Falcons, potential letdown game for the Saints, but I'm still going to yeah. roll with them. Yeah, who knows what the quarterback situation's a mess. Patriots, Panthers. It's going to be so annoying when the Patriots somehow sneak into the playoffs. They win Ugh. their third straight on Sunday. Sunday, wow. late window, Chargers, Eagles. The Chargers bounce back. They're screwed if they don't. 
Cardinals, 49ers. The Cardinals will win as long as A.J. Green looks for the ball. Uh, Cardinals actually a uh, one-point underdog in this game. What? Chiefs, pa- yeah, at 49ers. Chiefs, Packers was going to pick the Packers, then Aaron Rodgers happened. Chiefs luck out and get a win. Much needed for them as well. Sunday night football, Rams, Titans, even with Derrick Henry. I don't think the Titans win this game. Rams handle business. Monday night football, Steelers, Bears. Steelers get a win before their trap game against the Lions. Uh, going to need the next two for the Steelers, so they should get the first one. So, wow. Really rolled through there, huh? You got it there. I got it there. Man, we got 14 games this week. But those are Sticks picks. Uh, looking to go uh, 14 in this week. So There we go. Let's enjoy the music for once. Yeah. Headphones are giving out. I can barely hear it. Yeah, the uh, whatever the crackling or whatever's happening in our headphones right now, I feel like I'm having a stroke. Yeah. I can like partially hear my own voice. There's some crackling. The music's in and out. It's switching ears. It's, it's a lot. Yeah, well... Uh, I guess we'll have to power through that, but <laughs> we'll get through it. But let's see. We're moving on. We're just going to go right through the picks here. Yeah, and then we'll talk about actual all. football later. That's all we do is pick. So we're moving on. NFL, college football, you know how it is. Untitled, unmastered. Our, peaks for, our picks for week 10 uh, are up to 66, 62, and 1. Mm. Pretty good. After 5 and 7 start, uh, Five and seven last week, not so good. But hey, bounce back week here. Here we go. Liberty plus ten and a half at Ole Miss. There's uh, too much horny energy in this game between uh, Hugh Freeze, Lane Kiffin, and Liberty University as a whole. Uh, Liberty will edge their way to uh, covering the spread in this one despite a loss. Missouri plus thirty nine and a half at Georgia. It's uh, it's hard to be disrespectful to Missouri, but a uh, forty point SEC spread should be reserved just for Vanderbilt. Temple, 15.5, plus 15.5 at East Carolina. I'm hearing reports that Jeremiah Werhoff still has er el- academic and athletic eligibility and may perhaps be taking the field for the Owls in this one, thus the cover. Wow. Southern Miss, plus 4.5 versus North Texas. I do not care that they're 1-7. Just keep giving me Frank Gore Jr. <laughs> Middle Tennessee State, plus 14.5 at Western Kentucky. Uh, Mike White's no longer there at Western Kentucky, so it's much harder to take their side. Michigan State, minus 2.5 at Purdue. I understand that Purdue beat Iowa, but uh, have you seen Purdue and Iowa since that game? And have you seen Kenneth Walker the third? It's an easy W for the uh, Spartans in this one. Mississippi State, plus 5.5 at Arkansas. Klanga. Marshall, minus 1.5 at FAU. I got off the Marshall train for a bit, but, uh, I mean, let's give it a try again. Why don't we? Uh, Clemson, minus 4.5 at Louisville. Uh, Clemson's still basically Clemson. You know? Mm. And that's Louisville. Yeah. Tennessee plus one at Kentucky. I have never felt good about picking Tennessee in my life, and neither of Tennessee fans. And we are not starting now. <laughs> and that's your picks. Wow. Week ten of the college football season. Already, We're still over five hundred. We're doing well. We're doing well. If you can hang five hundred against the spread, you're doing all right. Exactly. All right, there it is. All right, so we got our picks in. Aaron Rodgers! (laughs) What's up, man? Number one on the list. What's going on? (laughs) What's going on, Aaron? Oh, man. Um, So it it turns out this week, so the Thursday Night Football game last week, uh, I believe, Yes, week. one week ago. One week ago. Feels like a month, but The Packers had some COVID-19 issues, including Devontae Adams, who was vaccinated, but he was, uh, you know, tested positive so close to the game that he could not play. Uh, it was revealed uh, not, was it yesterday? Uh, or the day before? Man, I really can't I think it was you. yesterday. I want to say yesterday morning. So yesterday like morning. a couple days, but it's, it's yesterday morning, I believe. So it was revealed that uh, on Wednesday, yesterday, that Aaron Rodgers tested positive for COVID-19. And immediately reported by Ian Rappaport was that he was out. That he was out for Sunday. And there was little... It took a few minutes. It took maybe 15, 15 or so minutes at least. <laughs> it that kind of just sat in the air. It's like, oh shoot, Aaron Rodgers has COVID. And then people started to realize, wait a minute. If he were vaccinated, all he would have to do is test positive or test negative twice. And that really would only take, what, 48 hours. Mm-hmm. So if he's already ruled out, that means he has to be unvaccinated, right? Turns out, 
Uh huh. <laughs> he sure is. But he is uh, he is immunized. So he's been immunized. That was the uh, the whammy added on to that was that back in August when asked if he were vaccinated, he said, "Yeah, I've been immunized." And turns out that according to ESPN, Aaron Rodgers sought a natural homeopathic treatment to raise his antibody levels <laughs> to try to supplement vaccination, traditional vaccination. Mm. And he gave that to the NFL, and the NFL said, that is not the same that's thing not, at all. That's not the co- the that is not the same vaccine. thing at all. Not at all. So he has been considered unvaccinated, which is, means that he's supposed to be have been wearing a mask indoors at all uh, times in all facilities. And at every press conference, he gets up, not a mask in sight. Yes. So what's going on there? Uh, yeah. So I don't. Well, know. Not, he's not wearing one on the sidelines. Yeah, I don't know what the punishment is. I don't know the protocol for punishing teams no for idea. this. I mean, he's going to get. I would assume Aaron Rodgers is going to get a hefty fine, at the very least. I mean, he has to. Uh, I mean, think, you've, right? you've seen other guys break protocol, and I mean, he because that's that's breaking protocol. It, it's the rule is uh, the team facility. You got to be wearing a mask if you're not unva- if you're not vaccinated. And the where they hold the press conference is at the team facility indoors, <laughs> and yeah. he, not a single one has he had a mask on. Um, he's been you know out and about at parties. Which he posts on social media. Dressed as John Wick for Halloween. John Wick, which is why he grew his hair out, specifically for that costume. Yeah. Um, And he's just kind of living his life. I don't know if he really... I, I mean, the NFL had told him, you're not vaccinated. But I guess in his mind, he just believes he is. <laughs> and he's living his life. Um, And it's it's... I don't want to say shocking because well, we, listen, we've we, heard certain things. We know his lifestyle is a little, we'll say, different. So we talked about it on this show, that big uh, ESPN article where they went around and interviewed all of his backups, or a lot of his backups at least. And Seneca Wallace specifically talked about how at, at practice one time, Aaron Rodgers looked up in the air at an airplane with chemtrails going behind it. And he said, look at those chemtrails. You think that's why everyone has cancer? <laughs> And, uh, well, it seems that he, uh, just in general, loves conspiracy theories. So, uh... It's just his passion, his conspiracy. He lives for it. He just loves to think deeper. He just loves to to really get down and, like, think about things, you know? Yeah. Maybe he thinks a little too hard (laughs) now and then. Or maybe he should think harder. (laughs) It's one or the Um, other. uh, Yeah. We need to change the thought process in his brain, apparently, because I, I, I don't know what that... The settings, remedy, the or the dials either turned up to like to eleven or it's turned down to it's turned down to one. Yeah, because he claims to be immunized. I don't know what that looks like. the The homeopathic <laughs> remedy. I don't know what. I don't even know what that means. He has immunity. Like what? What do you do to a person that afterward you say, "Okay, you're protected." <laughs> like what? What does that process look he, like? Uh, he took the he took the horse to Wormer. Oh my god! Maybe just, I don't know. I mean, listen, you never know. But he is the Kyrie Irving of the NFL. Kind of wild. Is. It's it's been confirmed now. Yeah. Before it was like, uh, you know, he's got shades of this and some weird opinions here and there. We but, did, I mean, we did have him over the off season getting on like a Zoom call or whatever with a shirt on with like a mean emoji that said "I'm offended." Yeah, and that, I mean that should have been the, I guess the first sign that things were. <laughs> Things were off about Aaron Rodgers. Going off the rails here. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's uh, it was it was sad, at least from a football perspective, to hear because I was looking forward to him against Patrick Mahomes, even with struggling Mahomes. That's the game of the week. It was going to be fun, and now we're we're robbed of that. Uh, that that this is going to unfold even more in the coming weeks, you know, because uh, there's a possibility he could miss the game after as well, depending on how his tests go and. And they're the different protocols they have for the unvaccinated people. So, and will this pressure publicly get him to take the vaccine? That's another thing. Uh, I don't know that he's one to care a lot about what everybody says. No. He, he, he's pretty. He he seems at the very least anti, like, 
I guess we call mainstream media, like establishment. Not, yeah, establishment. Like he, I know he's not. I know he's not a fan of like ESPN. He's more, you know, he'll go yeah. on like Pat McAfee show and occasionally on like Levitard show. He just kind of likes the outside, like like freewheeling. You're not gonna, you know, you're not a league partner. You're doing your own thing, yep. which that's kind of his mindset for his life. Is I'm a one of these quote unquote free thinkers, and uh, I don't play by the rules, and you know, you can't cancel me type thing. So I don't, I don't know, but because he has spoken out as well about people being woke, yeah, and that being an insult to people. So, um, well, the- I, I don't like, I don't see him as like a. He doesn't strike me as like like a a hard right anti-vaxxer he seems like someone who wants so hard to be different and seem like a critical free thinker that he says well if everybody's doing this i'm gonna do something different and i'm gonna say i I, i'm gonna claim it's smart of me to do that so a libertarian yeah yeah a libertarian that's probably a good way to put it because he just is he wants to do his own thing for really no good reason at all (laughs) well there is a silver lining in all this we don't have to worry about aaron coming in close contact with his family members oh man that's another thing that was the i think that was the first that's been a such that's been a thing for so long yeah that was one of the first things to come out because aaron Rodgers, to that point was just very like Oh yeah, Normal. plain NFL quarterback, really good face of the franchise, good at press conferences, just talking long amounts of time without really saying much. And then it's like, oh, he doesn't talk to his family. It's like, oh, okay, <laughs> like none of them. No, had, you know, he had like the celebrity girlfriend. I think he's dated like Olivia Munn, and he's had Danica at least Patrick. three. Now he's on Shailene, Shailene Woodley. Woodley, which man, Shailene Woodley. I mean, listen, that you, might be. You want to start on the homeopathic remedies? I if you want to, if you want to pull a thread yeah. and see uh, where the, where it started, who yeah. knows. Um, so there's, it's, it's all, uh, I don't want to say surprising when I saw it, I was like, oh wow, he has COVID. Okay. Like that's a big deal. It's kind of not out of nowhere. They had some cases. And then a few minutes later it said, uh, he's also, you know, he's not vaccinated. And I was like, oh wow. Like that is surprising. And then I thought about it for two seconds and I was like, "Mm, yeah, when you think about it, when you think about it real quick, you're like. Okay, yeah. In the, makes yeah. Sense. in the moment, I think most people heard it, and it was, you know, for the ones who remember his press conference, which I kind of, it was <laughs> kind of like, in the back what? of my mind, I was like, oh, wait. It would have been like, yeah, I would feel like I would have heard by now. Is this right? Rogers... Because it wasn't long after that, you see all the people retweeting the clip of him saying that. And as soon as you saw the clip, he said, I'm immunized. It's like, oh, okay, oh, I, I see exactly what he was doing there. Yeah. Uh, and he... it's not like we didn't see... The you know like a lot of quarterbacks they get at they got asked the question and they go, that's a personal private matter, HIPAA, Hip, yeah <laughs> that's HIPAA or something yeah that's yeah um so when you, when they give that answer you're like, yeah you you, you kind of know because I said it I said it uh, yesterday I think because um, I was like Aaron Rodgers is he a a a smart dumb person or a dumb smart person because he's very calculated and intentional with what he does and he clearly researches all ki- all types of things yeah because that's how do you yeah. how you don't come to all these conclusions on your conspiracies without researching it so he's at least smart enough to read and and learn things <laughs> yes just not the right things and he's very good i mean listen he doesn't he didn't come out with some like um um uh that's a personal this and that like he he chose a specific set of words. The thing that yep. gets him is he said, yeah. They said, are you vaccinated? He started with, yeah, which, no, you're not. If he just said, I am immunized. Yeah, then it's, it's okay, you are very calculated technically, at least from your point of view, not incorrect. You can't really um, hide from it now. No, you can't hide from it. And now you just wonder where they go from here. Um I doubt it hurts any value he has in the offseason because that's going to be a, no. that's going to be a thing that comes up. I mean, listen, all the things that go on with these players and they still have value and are being signed. I think being listen, unvaccinated, when we, the, uh, the trade deadline passed and Deshaun Watson did not get traded, but the fact that there was talks about whether or not he would get traded, yeah, so that's all that tells you. That's this is nothing compared to that. Yeah, this is nothing, and he he might get vaccinated down the line eventually. You never know. Um, but he's out. No, we'll see. I guess you know. Jordan Love, 
Jordan against, loves to play against Patrick hard Mahomes. place to play, but a bad defense. Yeah. Um, I don't know how early they knew about this. If I had to guess, it was a test from either sometime on Tuesday or Wednesday morning. So yep. he is kind of being thrown into the fire, but he is the backup quarterback. He generally does the preparation every week and just doesn't play. So we'll see how he does. Um, I, yeah, Jordan love time, I guess. But I guess so. Aaron Rodgers, man, who just another wrench thrown into things this week where it's just an onslaught every day. Something the NFL yep. really coming out strong this week. Yeah, they really. Uh, I mean, there's there's stuff that happened this week that like we don't even remember now. Like Derrick Henry is pretty much out for the year. Yeah, like he and might come back towards the end, but like, boy, that's old news. And that's old news, and we don't Michael have time Thomas, to talk about Michael it. Michael Thomas is out for the year officially after not having played this year yet. Which, when I saw that, I I honestly forgot he existed. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, I day saw after the trade deadline. Day after the trade deadline. Like, oh, Michael Thomas says uh, he's been out this year. Wow. Day after the trade deadline. Interesting. Um, so they move on with that, and yeah. So then there was whatever's happening with Odell Beckham. Yeah, this one this one's been a long time coming. I can tell you that. I mean, so he's it's been like told to go home. Second day in a row, they just told him today as well. They just said I saw the report. I saw a report that was like Odell's ready to come back whenever they want him. His dad has posted a big like eleven minute clip uh, YouTube video of a pair of uh, times that he Odell was wide open. And Baker Mayfield didn't throw him the ball. <laughs> There's been you know rumors floating. LeBron tweeted free Odell or free OBJ, and he didn't get traded though. He did not. He did not get traded. And you wonder, did they not try to, or did they try to? And teams yeah, what were is like, going on mm, there? Because I mean, he's been hurt. He has been, know? but he's still. Let's see, it's his third year with the Browns, fourth. Been there. He's been there for a minute now, um, but he's only yeah. he's at most three. Probably I think two years removed from a thousand yard season with them. Yeah, it wasn't like this when he got there. I mean, right. now it's like you he might get a catch per game. When he yeah. got there, I mean he wasn't you know putting up the numbers like he was with the Giants, even with the old Eli throwing to him. Um, but he was still solid for them. They were they were still kind of on the come up as a team the Browns and ever since then it's declined and I mean he did have a pretty bad injury last year uh, at the start of the year that knocked him out but I can't imagine it it's slowed him to the point to where he that's all he's capable of and and him and Baker have never been on the same page Baker's numbers with him out are better than when he's in there yeah um he wants to target Everybody but him. He wants to throw to, to Landry. Uh, he wants to throw to his tight ends. Um, he just doesn't mesh well with Odell Beckham for whatever reason, as good as he is. I still think he's really good. I think if you put him on a good team, like I said, because uh, everybody's been going to the Rams lately, I said, well, watch, they'll cut him, and he'll somehow end up on the Rams, and they'll make the cap yeah. space work, and they'll get him cheap. Because um, I feel like he could go to the Rams. If he had a full season with them, He, I feel like he could put up 1,300 yards still. I don't doubt that. Now, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I've, I've, I haven't sat down and watched the tape on Odell, but I, I can't imagine in a two-year span he's dropped off that much. So we'll see where it goes from here. I can't imagine he stays with them. I feel like he's going to have to be cut by the end of the year. They can't just sit there and say, don't play. He's going to have – I have no idea what that – Because, I, I mean, he can't do anything now. I mean, Out of all this news, this is the most wait and see of them. Because this is a situation where it's like if there's such tension, a lot of times the player will say, well, I'm going to sit out. I'm just going to hold yeah. out, and you, you'll you have to cut me. Not but the, the Browns are saying, no, you're not Go playing home. for us. So, Yeah, I don't I don't know. Yeah, so Maybe was, they don't want was, to cut him and have him go to another team. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, there was a quote from a Browns player anonymously um, because there is tension with others. <laughs> now, who knows? This could be Baker Mayfield for all I know, but – yeah. Um, the quote says, this is um, from Mike Garofalo. I think I said that right. He's from NFL Media. Sure. Uh, Browns player on Odo Beckham Jr. He does nothing. He talks <laughs> to no one. He's just got a malcontent <laughs> attitude. He does nothing. He does nothing. He talks to no one. He's just got a malcontent attitude. So, wow. Odell's obviously uninterested, and the players in the locker room recognize it. Yeah. Um, 
So I don't know what you do with that. I guess you got to let him go, and he'll go to a team that's probably decent. I I don't know what you do there. You're kind of stuck. A little bit. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. But so, that's just the, that's the Browns of this year, just underachieving and kind of a mess. And kind of stuck. Um, their season is is somewhat, not not on the line, but uh, if they don't win this week, they're 4-5, and five, and there's a lot of good teams in the AFC. <laughs> so, yeah. We'll see. And they got Rough the Bengals. <laughs> Rough. Good luck. Rough time. So... Mentioned the Rams. Hey. Sort of sort of actual football news, but we're going to focus on other parts of it. Uh, Von Miller was traded from the Broncos <laughs> to the Rams. Is that this week, too? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I that forgot. was I forgot. I thought, felt like it was a month ago. It was like Monday or Tuesday. Trade deadline was Tuesday. For second and third round picks this year, the Rams have no draft picks. Uh, they don't care. No, they don't care. I mean, honestly, I applaud them for it. Go go for it. Go off. Uh Von Miller apparently was just done in Denver. Uh, the Ram- the Broncos basically took on all of his salary. But, the interesting thing. But, according to Adam Beasley, an NFL insider for Pro Football Network, uh, he wrote that a dispute within the Broncos locker room over Von Miller's Halloween party could have been a factor in the trade. <laughs> have you heard about this? No, I have not heard about this. You see this? You Us, hear about this? You hear about this, folks? <laughs> yeah, Von Miller, he's... A source with direct knowledge of the situation tells PFN that Miller became upset when teammates declined to kick in for his annual Halloween party. It's a massive affair with a six-figure price tag. This year, it featured Quavo from the hip-hop act Migos. (laughs) Miller's request for financial help came as a surprise to his teammates. They had assumed that they were invited as guests to the party, not co-hosts. Miller even wanted rookies to contribute several thousand dollars for an event that they had no role in planning. Oh, brother. Miller, who has earned $90 million in his career, threatened to disrupt the Broncos' locker room chemistry over what, in his mind, was an unpaid debt. The source tells PFN, we're told uh, Coach Vic Fangio and General Manager George Patton became aware of the rift. That may have factored into the team's decision to move on from the eight-time pro bowler, despite the Broncos sitting just a half game out of the AFC's seventh seed. Wow. Over a Halloween party. Over a Halloween party. I mean, our Halloween party went much better. Yeah. (laughs) We didn't ask people to chip in thousands of dollars. Yeah. No, we did not. That's wild. What a I weird. Know. That's not like a team function no. where, where they say, hey, rookies, we're going to bully you. It's not even like a few thousand going bucks. out to dinner and having a rookie pick up the check. It's yeah. like, Von Miller, I'm throwing a Halloween party, but you guys like should help me out. Yeah. Things you're not even close to being obligated to do. What a weird do it. Or I'm going to ruin the locker room. What a weird thing to do. He must love Halloween. I know. He must be a big, big spooky season guy. I wonder what his costumes look like. It must be great. I don't know. You think he has like the prosthetics and the makeup and everything? Check out Von Miller's Instagram real quick. Let's yeah, I, really, I hope it's like a spirit Halloween like <laughs> Superman outfit. It's a pickle costume. We got the uh, we got the researchers on this right now. Oh, Von Miller's uh, Instagram avatar is one of those NFT ape oh a- ape cartoons. <laughs> oh man! All right, so I got a video here. It's the it's the the caption is I see it. VM, think- not Von Miller. VM Halloween party. That's how you know it's official. Twenty twenty one. He's got the rooster. Quavo. He's got the rooster cowboy jacket. Was he a cowboy? Is that mm. is that him? Oh, man, it's at a club. Uh, he, and he definitely hired a cinematographer for this. Yes, absolutely. This you get Quavo. Yeah, there's Quavo walking into the party. Wow. He's getting up on the stage with there's all the girls. scantily clad women everywhere. There's lights, atmosphere. Boy, I wonder why he couldn't get teammates to uh, pitch in for this. <laughs> <laughs> this is. Well, uh, he looks like he's dressed up. That looked like takeoff as well. Was there a multiple? Were there multiple Migos involved? The, yeah, I need the full guest list. Well, yeah, if he's only, that's gonna make a rift in the Migos, only promoting Quavo. Wow, I guess Quavo's gotten there and they haven't. So, I guess I guess. I mean, the party wow. looks fun, but uh, very expensive too. I can uh, very. I mean, renting out the place feels like the most expensive part. It has to be. Um, and it's not. It's not a, a super luxurious place. It's got a balcony, but um, the decorations are really doing the heavy lifting here. A lot of lights as well. Yeah, uh, I don't. Right. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what the team's going to get out of this. To be quite honest, no, with I don't know. I mean, he's on the Rams now. He's still pretty good. He's not like prime Von Miller or anything. So, I mean, listen, be interesting. With, if you're playing with Aaron Donald, 
you don't have to be prime. I mean, Don, yeah, Dante <laughs> Fowler got like 11 sacks in a year playing next to Aaron Donald. So, yeah. so I think I think he's gonna be just fine. He yeah. seems very happy. He said, uh, "I went to bed four and four and woke up seven and one or eight and one, whatever the record is." Yeah. But um, he he had a big smile on his face and he's happy to not be in Denver. Yeah. So I guess we have to stay in the AFC West. There is not an easy transition into this one. This is the very tra- tragic part of the news of the week. I can't make jokes about this one. No. Uh, Henry Ruggs III, uh, first-round pick of the Raiders in 2020, I believe. Mm-hmm. First wide receiver taken off the board over his teammate Jerry Judy, over another over CeeDee Lamb, uh, like 11th overall pick, something like this, uh, has been released by the Raiders and is in jail and looking at a solid bit of jail time after a DUI resulting in a death uh, when he crashed early in the morning uh, in his you know Corvette or you know sports car whatever it was he had going 156 miles per hour with and it's like, uh, a, it's like an unfathomable speed to be going and a BAC through... over uh, a BAC that was twice the legal limit yeah. And not just like on a main highway. This was in a suburban neighborhood, and I don't. I I just can't even imagine. Um, what I, I first off, here's here's the main thing. It's the very obvious point. You're in the NFL, yeah, and you, you're plastered on a Tuesday, Monday night, Tuesday night, whatever. Go party. You you have you don't practice till Wednesday. You Go have the life. money, and you have the money. And you're young, live your life, have fun. Can you not? I don't care. You if, have the money. The, the to Uber. Call, yes, Uber. You could get the Uber Deluxe Lyft, the, the best one. I don't care. Yeah. It could be $1,000 for your ride, and you can hand that over in a second. And yeah. he's out here. You probably have that on you in cash. Yeah. And it's, it's like, I, I just don't understand it. I know teams, um, I believe. It's I don't know if the players association or the league itself does offer all their players um a service for rides yeah. for specific instances and like, players don't like this. players don't use it and it's underutilized because they don't like the team or the NFL or the association right. having tabs on their location when they're yeah. partying. Yep. Which I guess I can understand. But even so then- your option is to use Uber and Uber or a ride share, any, literally anything. You could call. I'm sure there's plenty of people who adore you. Right. Friends, family, whatever. You were a pl- NFL player out of the bar. You can look at a random person there. You probably ran into five people who knew you, mm-hmm. who recognized you and said they were, you know, this is in Las Vegas. Yeah. You can say, hey, can you drop me off here, wherever. You could probably call someone up to, like, get your car for you. Have your car have, pay to have your car towed to your house? Honestly, there's like it's there's no even if you are a poor person, <laughs> there's no excuse for that. No. Um, but the fact that he has money on top of it uh, just makes it all the more frustrating and tragic. And his his career's done now. Like, uh, he's done. I don't know what because he is. I mean, it good. depends on. He's good. But I don't see. I mean, plenty of guys that come back from stuff. But I believe Dante Stallworth might have come back from this exact thing to play in the NFL again. I. But for me, it's like things stacked on top of each other. Dante Stallworth ultimately pled guilty to DUI manslaughter, faced 15 years in prison. However, he was sentenced to 30 days in jail and ended up serving 24 mm. and sentenced to two years of house arrest. And then he yeah. came back to the NFL. See, the difference here, I feel like, is it's just so much stacked on top of each other. Where it's the judge saying, I've never seen someone drive this fast. That's true. And it's the loaded firearm in the car, which is another bad look. Oh, yeah. I um, didn't even I forgot about that part of it. Yeah. And it's 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 obviously the manslaughter. He killed... The person and their dog on top of that. Yep. Um, uh, I know Nevada has pretty strict laws on that stuff. I just don't see. I mean, the prison time is going to be a lot. I mean, 
he has money. He can get good lawyers. I just don't see how he gets out of this without a lot of prison time. Um, and it's unfortunate because he, it could have been 100% avoidable. So Dante Stallworth was going 50 in a 40, in a 40 mile per hour zone. Yeah. It's just, so yeah, it is a little, it's, it's, it's one of the more comparable situations, but I just, I just can't see it. And he's good, but his, his whole, most of his game is that he's a speedster. And if he's out of there for a couple years and he loses a step, his value's done. Not to just make it about football and what's his value as a player, but like yeah. he's he's thrown his career away essentially. I mean, if he was if he stayed in the league, would have gotten all this money all because he couldn't pay. I mean, at the end of the day, the absolute maximum for whatever your car tow is and your Uber ride and this and that, it, there's no way it even gets close to a thousand. Which even a thousand is like chump change to you. You're a first yeah. round pick. It's just. And it's just sad that, you know, someone lost their life because of this, and now that family has to deal with that, and they're up against someone who is, you know, from the NFL. They have money, and they have power. So it's just the whole situation is just really sad. And just another thing for the Raiders, who are just in a constant The Raiders literally announced that they released him um, as the World Series ended. Yeah. So they were really trying to get that news dump out of there. They were trying to dump it, and... I mean, it was one of those things where it was it's just so obviously bad. I mean, they were gonna cut him. I don't I think that's that's news you almost don't even have to see to be like, Yeah, he's probably not on the team now. So Yeah. Ah, uh, it's it's you know, it makes the John Gruden thing not seem good, but it's like, oh, in comparison, like that is so inconsequential. I mean the Raiders just have a million things going on now. Yeah. It's uh Wild, and they still could go out and win and potentially be the number one seed in the AFC after this week. It's wild, yeah. That's like normally it. when you see all this stuff, it's it's a a team, it's a downtrodden franchise, just to- full of problems, bad roster, bad coaching, just everything is piling on them. This is a pretty good football team at the end of the yeah. day, so it's just weird. It is, um, but hey, you know, if the pl- if the players there can. Go past it. Yeah. <laughs> Good on them, I guess. But yeah. uh, see that that's that's a situation of where the announcer can say, "You gotta you gotta feel good for these guys getting a win because everything that's happened is is not their fault <laughs> at all." <laughs> so, <sighs> the yeah. So go a little lighter. This is still somewhat serious. This one's weird, and I want to talk about it. It's not really news. Maybe like speculation. It's a Twitter thing that I want to bring up. I don't know how to pronounce this name entirely. Dove or Dove Kleiman. Oh, man. NFL reporter, independent NFL reporter, verified with almost 60,000 followers on Twitter. Tweets a lot of NFL news, a lot of scoops, you know, transactions. He's people updated. People, a, lot of, a lot of people follow this guy. So there was a, just an innocuous thread about him having some weird take about, you know, how well Patrick Mahomes was playing and, you know, just talking about, well, this is a, like, it's kind of a bad take from this guy. It's not, it's kind of dumb. <laughs> then someone comes in, DFF underscore Blizzard, with the revelation of a century, saying, he's weird. He was a regular on a football forum I frequented a while ago. I have no idea how he has a following. He set up notifications for every local writer, steals their tweets, and tweets it like he's making in the report. He told us he did this while he was in the Israeli army. <laughs> he's what also... A, what a wild, <laughs> just random tidbit to throw out there. You want to talk about wild tidbits? Yeah, the next oh, tweet. Yeah, we're getting he's there. also obsessed with Jennifer Lawrence and got banned off of the football forum for posting her nude pictures. Before he got banned, he admitted that she had a restraining order against him. Oof. The football forum was football's future, and if you go, he says he has his username was Billy underscore Spikes. If that rings a bell, uh, the guy who made pretty much every thread in the news sub forum. Uh, there's even a Twitter account with the exact at, and the tweets are a little and like kind of like a pukey emoji. And if you go to find the account Billy underscore Spikes, you see tweets from 2013 like "Can't wait to see hashtag Jennifer Lawrence in Hunger Games 2. Oh man. Just found some new pics of J-Law. Looks like I can't finish reading that one. 
Nope. <laughs> I sure can't. And then the I heart hashtag JLaw, things like that. And he responded to this uh, saying things like, this makes little sense. How do you believe this story? There's no, there's nothing even connecting me to this account. Uh, people started to find things of him connecting to, to, to the, connecting him to the account. Internet's undefeated. Really? So uh, you're bu- someone, this guy said, you're busted, son. Look at your old tweet before you change your account name, begging for, his, uh, for Ian Rappaport's hits on your Patriots fanboy vids. And it's a link of Ian Rappaport of this of this guy sharing his videos with Ian Rappaport, and the channel link says Billy Spikes thirty seven for the for username. Uh. So, yikes! So I just wanted to put that one out there because it's real weird, and it's real out there. Just want people to know if you follow that guy on Twitter, you see him on Twitter. Anyone retweet that guy? Just know. Yeah, I see him retweeted a lot, actually. Yeah. He's one of those people where I have don't follow him and have no intention of doing so every single week. At least one of his tweets makes it there, and he's just talking of football, and there's nothing special about it. Yeah, so dove. that's a weird one. Dove. 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 Dove climbing. <laughs> Man's in the IDF, or was. I mean, if you're from Israel, you'd like have to join. You it's do. a manu- mandatory inscription. But still, how about that? And someone started connecting his tweets about the Patriots and how much he loves the Patriots to Robert Kraft's ties to the IDF. Oh, wow. And uh, the fact that Tom Brady's, like, shot at an IDF gun range like Draymond Green one time did. Wow. So. Digging deep. Really digging deep into that one. Story of the week. So, <laughs> so there was some college football stuff as well that was wild. Oh, man. First of all, That's Gary Patterson, reti- like, Stepped down as coach because they said they weren't going to keep him until the end. They weren't going to keep him after this year. And he said, well, I'll just leave now. What's the point of saying? <laughs> I'll just leave now. Yeah. After 22 years at yeah. TCU, wild. Like, TCU hasn't been good, but, like, yeah. come on. Had a couple good years in there. Just, you got to let that. You got to let him ride that out. Yeah, they had Andy Dalton. <laughs> I mean, they haven't been good recently. Recently, yeah. very recently. So there's that. That just popped up. Like I found out about that yesterday. It came and when it yeah. happened, like on Sunday. Yeah, I saw it when it came. I was like, wow. All right, well, all right. Here's here's an interesting one. <laughs> Have you heard about the Halloween mon- monkey situation? <laughs> yes. The, you, that's all, right. all you, you, you say. Less. So. <laughs> There was a situation, folks, involving a child getting hurt, but he's okay. the, cut, the, the child is okay <laughs> by a monkey, bitten by a monkey. So here's what happened. The special teams coach for the Texas Longhorns. Hook him. Uh, I believe this guy's name is Jeff. Dove Kleinman. Burnt. Wow. <laughs> Texas special teams. Let's see. Uh, let's see if... His name's not Jeff Burns, but anyway, this, so it's his Texas Longhorns special teams coach. Yeah, doesn't really matter what his name is. So he's the connection. It was report boy. Jeff Banks. Jeff Banks. It was reported by someone with uh, claiming to have a good source. I think they might have been like a, a a source with a different Texas team that said apparently Jeff Banks's monkey. Had attacked a child on Halloween, a trick or treating, a trick or treating Halloween <laughs> child. Uh, turns out it's not his monkey. It was his uh, his partner's, his girlfriend's. It's her pet monkey. Hmm. It's her emotional support monkey, <laughs> who stays in its cage and nobody goes to see it. Yes, who uh, apparently this monkey, the monkey named Gia, performs alongside. Uh, Miss Danielle Thomas, uh, as she's an erotic dancer. Yeah, she have a she have a, a better name. The uh, the listeners might know of. Yes, you uh, <laughs> you may not know her by her given name, her uh, her shoot name of uh, Danielle Thomas. You may know her by her uh, her work name, her stage name of Pole Assassin. Pole assassin, <laughs> former guest on the uh, on the Jerry Springer show as well. Listen, Jerry Springer said she was he was she was the best pole dancer he had ever seen that was ever on the show, and he's never been wrong. He's never been wrong, Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. 
Big Jerry, we're bar- big Jerry Springer guys. We will now here. close the last nine minutes of the show chanting Jerry into <laughs> Jerry, into the void. Jerry, 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 Jerry. <laughs> oh man, I hope I didn't me- miss any details about this. But there was a uh, oh man, we could do the whole st- show on this. I, we something. probably could. We probably could. Honestly, I mean, if I had if I had a a monkey, a pet monkey, an emotional support monkey, on Halloween. I'd probably just uh, not have trick-or-treaters over. <laughs> probably, you know, it's probably a little too much for the monkey. Maybe not have a haunted house in the backyard where the yeah, monkeys Yeah, that's what it kept. was. Yeah, the whole thing, I just... Uh. And then sh- she took a video trying to explain how the kid went so far out of their way to find this monkey, and then they put their hand in the cage. It was a whole thing. It's ridiculous. I mean, you're gonna, you can't blame a child for, you know... And also, it's Halloween, so even if you like put up a sign that's like, "Hey, do ooh, do not enter, do ooh, not enter the monkey cage, scary monkey," <laughs> the kids are like, "Yes, let's go." Like uh, the uh, guys on the shutdown full cast said, you have to put up a sign that says, "Homework past here, <laughs> <laughs> no Wi-Fi." <laughs> oh man, no Wi-Fi. That'll get him. Yeah, that'll really get him. No Fortnite, Dan. No Fortnite back here. <laughs> so I mean, a wild scene there. And then today. We'd heard about this drop. This, you know, the first non-football story of the day here. <laughs> well, it must be something good then. It has to be good. The NBA, there's only there's nothing but good there. This league. So what? A week or so, ago, a week or two ago, there was a report that came out that uh, ESPN or someone else was about to drop a big story about Suns owner Robert Sarver, and that there was a lot of things. And the the Suns basically got out in front of it, and they were like, "Don't believe." The things that you hear. <laughs> and I think and that's the natural you, reaction is... And that's is, when you know it's true. Yeah, the natural reaction is, I think I'm going to believe the things that I hear. Yeah. <laughs> so the beginning of the thing is, like, former coach Earl Watson, who was fired, like, three games into a season. He's a big source in this, it seems to be. And the part of it... So the story starts out with a story of... Uh, Robert Sarver walking into the locker room, apparently after a game, in which his story is that he walked in the locker room asking, why does Draymond Green get to say the N-word? And then one of our players gets a technical for doing it. But apparently, uh, he's just flaunting this word around. And you go deeper into the story, and it's like, buddy, this man, Robert Sarver, loves to say the N-word. Yeah, He He absolutely loves it. And he, you, I mean, his statement was, I've never said it. I said it once back, uh, back years ago, and someone told me that I shouldn't say it even if I'm quoting someone, and I don't do it anymore. And then you go deeper into the story, and there's dozens of sources that say, man, this guy says the N-word yeah. all the time. And there, what, what else was in there? There was uh, misogynistic jokes, r- racist jokes. Yeah, he had like uh, some, just racist some... behavior, or misogynistic, sexist behavior in general. He had like a, a private picture of his wife where she was barely clothed, and he was just passing it around to people who work for the Suns and giving details about his sex life. And and nobody knew what to do with it. One quote said, <laughs> we were passing that thing around like hot potato because we didn't know what to do with it. It's just like a partially nude photo of his wife and he's handing it out to people. Uh, he he was, he did describe their sex life to employees, which obviously nobody wants to hear. Um, he's someone who has grown up in a rich family his entire life and not that that's an excuse, but he just doesn't know how to interact with people, and he does so in a very offensive way. Yeah. Um, it seemed like everything he did or said was horribly offensive. It, yeah, based it really on the report. Did. Including, yeah, so there was a recruiting pitch at the start of uh, oh, Free man. Agency with Steve Nash that almost ruined uh, the, the Suns ever getting Steve Nash because uh, Nash's agent, Bill Duffy, and 2003 Rookie of the Year, Amari Stoudemire, both who are black, uh, were p- part of this pitch meeting. Three people in the room told ESPN during the meeting Sarver made a comment that felt racially insensitive. They could not recall specifics, but they said he felt they felt that he too loosely used the term black guy during the conversation. <laughs> God. Uh, yeah, so there's that. 
going down. I mean, oh, there was also the comment where he said, "We need, we need to get NBA players to impregnate." Phoenix area strippers, so that they have so babies that are, here and have an yeah. obligation to come to Phoenix and play. For yeah, us. so they'll have players that basketball players that grew up in Phoenix and want to play for the Suns, which is so wild. And apparently, he said this in a pitch meeting with Lamarcus Aldridge, and it's like so wild because <laughs> are you are you are the strippers in on it? Like, what is your plan there? <laughs> I mean, there was the other story that he said that he was going to set, after the team was playing bad, he was going to fly out. Uh, women to LA and uh, for the players, uh, you know, to try to get them to play well. And he was like, "Well, as long as you guys get the bed at a reasonable hour, you know, uh, you'll get, you'll have, I'll let you have some fun." It's like, wh- what? What are you talking about? Yeah. So I don't know what the next course of action is with this. Um, it's one of I those mean, things it's, where it's like, it's like is there anything? there's no video like there was with Donald Sterling. Yeah. So it's hard to say for sure. Like, do you get him to sell his team? I don't know what you do. I mean, obviously there's going to be. It's kind of he said, he said. The NBA today officially opened an investigation because this was just reporting done. This wasn't. Yeah. An, and the, the Suns, the Suns, I mean, two weeks ago, they put out a statement today. Two statements. Two statements, and man, the, the first one was not from Robert Sarver. The second one was. The first one was so long. I didn't read it. That it was like uh, the the classic meme of uh, the DM that said, <laughs> "I'm not reading that. I ain't reading that. Sorry that happened. I'm happy for you though, or sorry that happened." Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, honestly, I looked at it and I said, "Wow, I'm not reading that." And I scrolled to like the third reply, and someone said, "Please explain this." And it said, basically. Uh, they're defending Sarver. I don't know why, <laughs> and so, um, and so they moved on. But y- we know why is because it's his organization. There's a reason none of this was handled by HR. The PR department is under him as well. They're not going to come out and say we, you know, unequivocally uh, condemn all these actions if they are true. By our, it's like no, you're going to say well, this, this, this is untrue and. This, you know, was out of context and this and that. And they're going to defend him until someone eventually maybe has some evidence. There's enough accounts from people. I don't know that we actually need hard evidence. I think there's enough eyewitness that we can, yeah, can kind of go like, with this. I, what was the number that they gave for how many people they talked to? 70? It was a lot. It was a lot. Um, it was, it's closer to 100 than not. And yeah. so the NBA is going to go and investigate. I mean, and anyone who was following the Suns for the last you know 20 years has said has seen that it's been like oh this is one of those teams with really bad ownership and that's why they never win yeah and they just happen to luck into you know and right as they win <laughs> Devin Booker DeAndre Ayton and tra- uh, being able to trade for Chris Paul yeah but I will say uh one last thing here on the investigation uh this makes the NBA look bad and the NBA is running the investigation and not that they need to look bad for them to try to do a good job but um, Adam Silver's going to say, all right, let's get this guy. That's their, that's going to be their intent here is to try to get him to sell his team at the end of the day, if you ask me. So, we'll I see. mean, probably. I'm, Imagine he sells his team before Dan Snyder does. Oof. Next week. <laughs> that, there probably that's, will be something that's next gonna week That's going to be the thing that. to come out. There yeah. probably will be something oh on that gosh. next week. Yeah. Whew, what a show. Yeah. Highly disputed. WSHC Shepherdstown, the voice of Shepherd University, Dylan Bishop and Ryan Stickle. Good Lord. Man. Talk to you next week. (laughs) I guess.